Podcast One. Hello, welcome back to Koshy's Easy Steps to Financial Success. I'm David Kosh, and I'm on a mission to help you fulfil your financial dreams. Step one was all about setting your goals and building a roadmap to achieve them. Step two is how to do a household budget to understand where the money comes from and where it goes to. Because unless we understand that and what our household budget is, we're not going to know where we can improve it and how we can make the most of it. It's funny, but no matter how much we earn, it never seems to be enough. Go back to your uni days when you were earning nothing and how you managed to scrape by. Now, fast forward to when you're a bit older and probably earning a lot more money and you still find it hard to have anything left over at the end of the month. Nothing has changed. Certainly, Libby and I can relate to that. Finance journalists, four kids, single income, a mortgage. We had to constantly review the household budget. Now, back in step one, I said, I'm terrible at managing household budgets. I'm good at investing, but Lib is a master of household budgets. So she would always call the famous Kosh Family Financial Summits. And let me tell you, those summits would be an absolutely microscopic analysis of where our money came from and where it's going to. And even today, even though our circumstances have changed vastly, Lib still calls these financial summits to do our household budget. All right, let's get stuck into the household budget. Remembering you've got to come well armed with all the necessary documents, credit card and bank statements so you can keep referring to them. Let's go through it step by step, a five-point survival plan to get your money under control by doing a household budget. First step to doing the household budget is making sure you set time aside to focus on it. No distractions. This is serious stuff. This means turning off the smartphones, turning off the television, maybe putting on some mood music with a bottle of wine with cheese and crackers. Lib and I find that works really well. And if you've got kids, put them to bed. You don't want to be interrupted because the next hour or so is mapping out where you're spending your money, where it's coming from, and seeing where you can adjust it to make sure you have a surplus each and every month to achieve those goals you've set yourself. Now, I can't emphasise enough how important it is to sit down and write your household budget out. So many times people say to me, oh, I don't really need to write out a family budget because I know where every dollar is spent and where every dollar is coming from. I can absolutely guarantee that you don't. When you see it in black and white, it will become a revelation. First step is to list all your income. This is the easy bit because it's generally the shortest list, but it's one that needs a bit of thought because usually people just put down wages and salary, but that's not the end of it. Include 
any pensions or government assistance you may receive, any dividends from investments, any interest from savings accounts, any maintenance that you receive should all go and be listed in your income across the 12 months. And this will give you a great overview of where the income's coming from and what you've got to work with. Also, I'd leave a little column for other income. We'll come back to that later because if your budget doesn't balance, if your expenses are more than your income, even after cutting back expenses, you may need to earn a bit of extra income elsewhere. So we'll come back to that column a little later. Next up, list your expenses. This is the frightening bit and is the most common cause of budget night friction as if you're in a relationship, each spouse reels in horror at the expenses of the other. But make a pact before starting the household budget that there will be no recriminations for past spending patterns. This is all about looking into the future, what you're doing now and how you can change into the future. List your fixed expenses. You know, those essential bills which are unavoidable. Things like mortgage repayments or rent or board, electricity, gas, your phone bill, council rates, car rego, insurance, etc. Put them in the months when they need to be paid to give an idea of which months will be leaner than others and plan to put some money aside from the good months to cover the lean ones. All right, so far so good. Now comes the tricky bit because there's more to life than just electricity and phone bills. How much are you spending on food, fuel, bus or train fares, lunches, haircuts, cigarettes, alcohol, toiletries, doctors, dentists, newspapers and magazines? How much on birthday presents, clothes, school equipment, credit cards, chemist bills, pocket money even? You have to be ruthless and honest with yourself. If you find it hard, discipline yourself for two weeks to write down every time you take money out of your wallet or purse or tap and go from the debit card. You'll be surprised at the number of times you spend for little things, what I call financial leaks. But be realistic. You shouldn't feel guilty about treating yourself to a cappuccino every now and then, as long as you know how often you can afford to do it and how much it will be. At the end of listing your expenses, it will become obvious on where you can cut back without affecting your life too much. Another sensitive issue. One person's idea of a luxury is another's essential. But look at this area dispassionately because it's generally where the most savings can be made. Instead of regularly heading off to the movies or dinner, entertain more at home. The old-fashioned card nights or board games have made a lot of fun and a cheap night out in the Kosh household. Set yourself a monthly entertainment budget and make sure you stick with it. I'm not saying cut out luxuries altogether. I'm saying be aware of when you're spending on them and by how much. 
Life isn't all about constantly scrimping and scraping. It's about having a bit of fun, but knowing how to afford it. Now I want you to look inside your purse or wallet and at the array of credit cards which seem to be on a mass breeding program there. Often, those bits of plastic are the reason why your expenses have got out of control. Yes, they're convenient, and those balances are enticing to spend more, but let me tell you, they are so expensive. They are the Ned Kellys of the financial world. Just think about it. You're earning between half and 2% on any savings you have in a bank account. But if you're not paying off your credit card balance every month, you're paying 12 to 24% interest. It is high-ray robbery and destroying your family's household budget. So cut them up. Maybe keep one for emergencies with an interest-free period just in case. But when I say emergencies, it's got to be an emergency. Don't fall back into the credit card debt trap. Now, do the totals. Hopefully, income covers expenses and you're left with a little bit to save. Some household budgets, though, may end up with a deficit, but that doesn't mean putting the shortfall on credit. Work out how to increase your income or decrease your expenses. What can you live without while getting your finances under control and building some savings? Put off buying new clothes, eat in on date night, or go camping for your next holiday. When you're at the supermarket, look for cheaper home brand products. Buy in bulk when you spot a good special and plan meals for the weekend so you don't have to dial up Uber Eats. If you can't balance your budget, earning more income can be just as good as cutting expenses. Remember that line in income I asked you to keep blank at the very start? Now, begin to think about how you can add dollars in there. Volunteer for overtime or extra shifts at work. Does your field allow you to do a bit of freelance work outside your regular job? What about getting a second job in the evenings or on the weekend in the gig economy? Would you believe 7% of Australians have a second job in the gig economy, working for Uber or Airtasker or Uber Eats or renting a room on Airbnb? It's never been easier to earn extra income. And I reckon that's the mistake of most people when they do their household budget. They only focus on the costs and how much you can cut out of it, rather than earning more income and filling in that top line. So remember those goals you set in the first episode? This is the line that is financing you to achieve those goals. And another great trick is in the expenses, set a savings target. Decide how much you can afford to save each pay period 
and treat it like an expense in your budget, a bill that has to be paid. For example, as a family, we take a set amount out at the start of every month when our wages are paid in and it goes towards our holiday account, but it's part of our budgeting process. And another handy tip to manage your household budget is to automate as much as you can. Look, we all make mistakes from time to time, but you don't want to be late paying bills. It affects your credit rating and you could incur fees. It's all part of being a human being though. So when it comes to the process-driven side of your finances and your household budget, let a robot worry about them. Set up automated withdrawals for things like hitting your savings target, or important bills that you know won't change. While you should check regularly to make sure everything is as it should be, it's much quicker than paying the bills manually and can be a whole lot cheaper. So after step one, setting your goals, step two has been all about understanding where your money's coming from and going to. It's been about your household budget. So, Get cracking. Set aside some time. No distractions. It's serious. Put the kids to bed if you've got a family. List all your income, every bit of income, salaries, social security payments, dividends, interest, and leave a separate line for extra income you need to earn. List all of your expenses. Break them up into essentials like mortgage repayments and rent and electricity and gas and then all of the luxuries that you can fiddle around with and maybe do without to try and reach your goal in the future. And with credit cards, cut them up, leave one for an emergency, but only use it for emergencies. And then try and at least balance your budget or be able to have a surplus at the end of every month. And that could be either cutting back on obvious costs and expenses or earning extra income to make sure you're going to reach your goal into the future. Now, you don't need to sit down with pen and paper to do this. There are plenty of budget templates available. We've got a terrific one on the Your Money and Your Life website, ymyl.com.au, which will streamline the process for you. Good luck with making your household budget. That's step two of Koshy's 11 steps to getting your financial life under control. When you're ready to take the next step, I'll be here waiting. Koshy's Easy Steps to Financial Success was presented by David Kosh and created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Melody Ruiz. Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Sound production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, listen for free at podcast1australia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Koshy's Easy Steps to Financial Success podcast. Listener.